Greta Gerwig, as, 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 as soon as she said this, I went, oh, you're, you're just... Everyone's ears went, ooh. She says she's in the wood between the worlds, which obviously totally means that you're wrong. They're not doing Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe first. Welcome to Talking Beasts. From NarniaWeb.com. Where we explore the world of C.S. Lewis. And keep a watchful eye... On the latest Narnia movie news, this is Talking Beasts. I am trying to breathe. Yep, you're okay. I'll be fine. I'll try to breathe. There's so much Narnia news. I can barely breathe. <laughs> you can do it. I have faith in you. Uh, welcome to Talking Beasts. This is Glumpuddle. And I'm Jim Fan. And there's been lots of, you know, I want to say there's been lots of news to discuss. Really, it's been, there's been a few tidbits all of which are open to a lot of interpretation and they're very vague. And actually we don't know very much still at all about, but we're excited. But we're excited. It's, it's actual news. But if you just glance at the homepage, you'll say, wow, there's lots of stories. There must be, there must be all kinds of information about what Netflix has planned for Narnia. Right. And no, it's more like it's a bunch of vague hints, but we can twist and turn and that into news all we want. And if you've yeah, been on, that's what we're here for. If you've been in the Narni web forum, if you've been in the comments section, if you've been on the Facebook page, or if you've been tweeting or Xing or whatever, um, you've seen that. There's just a lot of stuff here about what Netflix has planned for Narnia and yet not. It's just yes. like And to all of our newer listeners who've maybe started listening to us post uh voyage of the dawn treader coming out welcome to talking beasts when we are just reacting to news and say a lot of things that in the future we will listen back on and be like wow we got that wrong yeah we, well, we, we did our best <laughs> though you know um so it's been an interesting past couple of weeks let me just recap really quick what's happened in the past two weeks uh first off greta gerwig who, who of course is writer, director of at least two movies for Netflix. We don't know which two, and we don't have a release date, and we still don't have a release date or anything like that. Um, but Greta Gerwig said that Narnia was something she was actually talking about before she made Barbie, which is interesting, trying to work that out with... Um, maybe in another episode, we'll talk about the Roastery Dryads kind of theory about where Greta Gerwig writing Narnia and being approached by Netflix fits in with Matthew Aldrich. She's got a really interesting, well-researched theory you can see in the Narnie Web Forum in the general movie discussion area. Uh, then we got an interesting quote from Greta Gerwig we're going to talk about in depth here, where she said that, quote, I'm in the wood between the worlds. Very pointed reference. What does she mean by that? We're, we're going to get to that in a few minutes here. Uh, Scott Stuber, who we're going to be hearing a lot from him, too, in this episode. He is the film chief over at Netflix. He said they want to, quote, get that movie. In 2024, which Collider took to mean they want to start filming next year. But, you know, that maybe, maybe not. Maybe, whatever. maybe not. <laughs> I mean, probably since, probably since 2018 when Netflix got the rights, they've been saying we want to start filming next year. They've been saying that every yeah, year. They've been saying guess. that for like 10 years exactly. now. So, I mean, what does that even mean? <laughs> and then the big one was Scott Stuber saying that Greta Gerwig wants to, quote, break the whole arc of the series. And in that so same, many words, in that how same, to interpret. And that uh, same comment mentioned Amy Pascal being the producer and Mark Gordon is still involved. Um, so break the whole arc. I don't know what he's breaking, what he wants to break, but he's broken Narnie Weber's brains at this point. I can tell you that. So 
it, the two main ones that I think would be the most fun to discuss are, yeah, that break the whole arc quote and what that means and the wood between the worlds, what on earth that means. Those are the two I want to focus on here. So first up, uh, here is the full quote. Yeah, here is the full quote from Netflix film chief Scott Stuber. You should keep in mind that this was, uh, he originally said this verbally and then it was transcribed. Um, but Scott Stuber said, quote, Obviously, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe is kind of the preeminent one, but there's such an interesting narrative form if you read them all. And so that's what she's working on now with producer Amy Pascal and Mark Gordon, and they're trying to figure out how to break the whole arc of it. <laughs> Go, nerdy <laughs> webbers! Okay. Uh, so according to him, Greta Gerwig and producers are trying to break the whole arc of it. Jim Fan, your takeaways. My takeaway is that if I am interpreting what I think he's saying, I my personal feeling is like he's saying, how do we break down the whole arc of it in that we are telling one whole story as opposed to seven maybe related but individual stories? Like we're not green greenlighting one movie at a time. We are doing them all. So whichever one we do first is going to connect to the last in very specific ways. So to me, that's what that means to me. It's like, it's more like, we, how do we break this down so we can tell one fluid, continuous story? That's what I read from that. That's how, yeah, a number of people in the forum kind of took it that way too. Um, and uh, yeah, and the the, the, the Narnia books, yeah, I, I think I definitely think with the interesting narrative form is what he calls it of the Narnia series. Yeah, he's talking about the fact that I mean, whether you do publication or chronological order, it's not a standard one series. It, it, w w what, either way you do it, it's, it doesn't have a standard kind of flow to it. Um, but, you know, Lewis wrote, you have, he had the Pevensies, he had the four Pevensies and Wardrobe and Caspian. Then he lost a couple and Eustace came along. And then we went off with Jill. And then, oh, hang on, let's do this commercial break and go back to Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe Times and do Horse and His Boy. Oh, now let's do a prequel and go back to the Magician's Nephew. Oh, let's now let's wrap it up with the last battle. Um, so it's, yeah, there's not really a fluid plot or fluid overarching narrative at all of the Narnia books. And there's not, there's very, maybe more significantly, there's not much continuity of characters. Um, and, and certainly you don't have any kind of cliffhanger. You have, oh, you have overlap, but not a consistent group throughout all of them. It's, unless, unless it's Aslan, but you, you know, you'll have like, typically your main characters will have two Except horse and his boy and magician's nephew, those are kind of the outliers. But usually, exactly. you get like at least two. But in it's there. it's not so it's not Harry Potter. It's not Star no, Wars. It's not Harry you know? Potter. It's not Star Wars. And uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know if he's saying we want to change that. I really hope not because I don't think that. Look, I'm open to it. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I don't think he's. I, mean, I I hope he's not saying. But kind of what you were just describing here, where it's like, oh, we want to have an overarching plot that runs through the whole thing. Like we saw hints of that in the Dawn Treader movie where they had the green mist and that was going to tie into the lady of the green kernel and the next one. Um, so I, I hope he's not saying we want to have this um, through line plot that runs across the whole, that runs through all the, all the stories and that maybe even some of them even kind of end on cliffhangers and lead right into the next one. I just think there's, I just don't think there's a great way to do that without, well, breaking it. <laughs> um, I think, um, 
I, I just think that would be so I, I am all for adaptation. I am, you know, I'm, I'm not opposed to making changes. Um, but to me, I don't think there's a that would just be uh, arm wrestling the series into something it just fundamentally does d- does not want to be. So I think it would be very, very hard to do that, end up with something that felt like Narnia. I feel like the only way you could do all seven as one continuous story and make it work is if you're telling the story of the start and the end of Narnia. So basically the entire, the whole history of Narnia with Aslan as your, like he is the thing that is the consistent thing that brings you to each story. And it's like through the stories of the children. I know it is, but I'm not saying like, that's, we know that, but, would people read Narnia, you know, just like, ooh, let's make a lot of money making a movie. It's about the kids, right? No, it's not about the kids. Aslan's the only character that appears in all seven books, but he's usually kind of, he's always a very important character, but he's usually in the background. And he often doesn't get a lot of screen time. Um, so that just speaks to how there's not a lot of interconnectivity. Um, there's not a lot of fluid plot that pushes through the whole series. And when you're in this world of the MCU. No, not and- plot, but there's, there, there's still a, I think when you tell a story that's set in the same place with the same rules and the same ultimate character, it, there, there is, there, they have the ability to relate to each other. Even if they're not directly connected, sure. But it's just you know, any of the seven. I think one way to express the difference between Narnia and what you might typically want out of a easy to market franchise. I'm not saying I want to do this, but you know, you can't just pick up the Two Towers or Return of the King and, and just read it. You know, you have to read them yeah. in order. They have to read them in connection. Yeah, and I that's and I think whereas with Narnia, I think you, I totally think you can pick up Voyage of the Dawn Treader or Silver Chair, Horses One, Jason's Nephew. Um, Probably not last battle. I think Caspian probably not Prince, maybe. What do you think, Prince Caspian? Pro- maybe, maybe. Yeah. maybe. I don't know. You kind of need wardrobe. Don Treader probably because Don Treader's interesting. At least, at least five of them. You could just pick up off the shelf, cold turkey, and I- enjoy them. I, I think you'll enjoy them better. Well, if I always you read say, them. like Silver Chair was the first thing I ever I watched from start to finish independently of everything else and i got it at least five of the books you can pick them up and enjoy them now obviously i think you'll get more out of them if you read them in a certain order but you, you can just pick up at least five of them off the shelf and have a satisfying beginning middle end story um but it's it, it, i think he's referring to the fact that there isn't an overarching kind of plot and even just trying to figure out well what's a movie what's a series what exactly and create some sense of beginning middle end But I think what he's, I don't think we can take, is he saying we're going to stick to that or change it? He's just trying to say, we're trying to figure out what our approach is going to be to that. It makes sense if they are approaching this from a, a series first perspective, where if they're, the thing that they are. Well, we we, we know that Greta Gerwig is doing two movies. At least that's what the, that's what the announcement has said. Maybe that's, maybe that was meant more vague. I don't know. I I get, well, I guess with different people, but like my understanding of what everything I've ever read that has to do with Narnia adapt or sorry, Netflix adapting Narnia is that it's, it's, I feel like it's always emphasized. Like we, we like, we're going to, we want to do them all, you know, like we want to do them all. So, and then kind of what I read from what he's saying is like, their priority is like, we want to do them all. So how do we go into this kind of with a, a plan 
and there, we're going to be bringing in different directors and different people, but there's going to be, you know, like you have your Kevin Feige for Marvel and your other people for other things. It's like we have someone is going to be making sure that these all work together to tell a cohesive story. And this makes it sound like Greta Gerwig is the one doing that. Um, and but yeah, and, maybe. And, and you're right that m- more so than Walden, it seems like they want to go into this with a, a big plan. Not, not surprising. We already knew that. You know, they want to do uh, the two movies that indicates that they've got some plan for this. But, yeah, this implies they're going into this with a big plan for what they want to do with the entire series. Whereas I think Walden was more, let's get one out there, then we'll go on to the next one and we'll see how that goes and we'll go on to the next one. I think oftentimes we, what we've seen is um, franchises are they're so focused on setting up the next thing that it comes at the expense of the story at hand. So I hope they prioritize Look, just make, whatever you do first, just make that a good movie, okay? Whatever, whatever you do next, just make that. Because otherwise, good. no one will care. Exactly. Um, now, you have been very, um, uh, very. What's the word? You've been. You have in the past expressed your confidence that Netflix will start with, in one form or another, they'll start with redoing the line, the witch, and the origin again. I said my the likelihood of that is, in, I say, incredibly high. Yes. Yeah, I think that's probably. I think there's a. I'm not as confident as you, but I think that that is is pretty likely. I would say, well, maybe I'm skipping ahead, but based off of some of the more recent stuff that I'm reading, I would say that my confidence level in Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe being the first one is not as high as it was. Oh, really? I'll just put that out there. We'll we'll go into the next quote in a second there, I guess. But but, uh, he – because he does say – you know, Stuber says the line, the witch, the wardrobe is kind of the preeminent one. And some people are saying, oh, he, there, there, there you go. He's saying, yeah, of course, wardrobe is like the first one. It's, it's the base. And then he's saying, but there's all these other seven books, too, that we want to you know, plan for. But then some people are reading that as it almost sounds like he's saying, yeah, wardrobe's the one you all know and you're familiar with. But we're going to do something a little different. Um, and um, it's, it's you could really I wish we had the audio of this clip because I think I think that could be very telling. You um, can kind of gauge from the way. You know, the, the the level of confidence in which people say things makes a difference, I think, in the interpretation. Okay. Um, so Greta Gerwig on the Awards Circuit podcast um, just kind of as, – as, as soon as she said this, I went, <laughs> oh, you're, you're just – Everyone's ears went, Ooh. Oh, you're just – I can't – oh, my gosh. I knew immediately that we were going to be talking about this for a very long time. And I could just hear on Arnie Webers around the world going – but uh let me just roll the clip here uh here's greta gerwig on the award circuit podcast and then narnia (laughs) oh god oh yes no that's um i'm in whatever um part of my process is just is like terror i guess yeah yeah. just i'm uh, no i'm 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 i have the same feeling it's it's an it's a it's a series of books that have meant a lot to me in my life. Yeah. And then um, C.S. Lewis as a writer has been uh, some someone who's has a lot of profound things to say. And yeah. and also, but I'm but I'm very um, I'm in the I'm lost. There's a <laughs> I'm in the. The there's woods. a, I'm in the, there's a, there's a thing in, in one of his books called the wood between the worlds. Mm-hmm. That's where I am. Okay. I'm in the wood between the worlds. So you're working on it. I mean, yeah, there's okay. um it's like an idea where it's like uh, at the, bo- there's a, it's a wood that goes on forever. You can't kind of see the sky. It's so dense. You can't see the end of it. And there are all these pools. And at the bottom of each pool is a universe. 
Mm. And um, anyway, that's where I am. I'm in the wood between the worlds. But the problem with the wood between the worlds is you can often forget what you're doing there. <laughs> that this is actually a feature of yeah, it. Yeah. You kind of get a little bit of amnesia. So yeah. you have to remember, like, where, where am I going? Which world am I trying to get to now? But that's what I feel like. I'm, I'm very much in that. And go. Um, so, Jim uh, Fan, she says she's in the wood between the worlds, which obviously totally means that you're wrong. They're not doing Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe first. She said it. She's in the wood between the worlds. Do you believe her or not? They're clearly, clearly she's working on the magician's nephew right now. Mic drop. It's so obvious. There's no room for interpretation. The only interpretation I feel like that you could give to this that is not that is that we as Narnia nerds could be expected to throw out a reference like that, regardless of what we are actually talking about. So, it, it, you know, there could there could be room f- to be like, well, if she's that big of a Narnia buff, which you'd hope she could, <laughs> you could do that. But let's be honest, it's probably not because you're typically if, if you're that intimately familiar with that, like if, you've been looking at it recently, you've been doing some research, you've been doing some writing. It's definitely one of the two. So my 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 theory is that the two, if she's doing two, they say she's doing two, it'll be Magician's Nephew and the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Which one would be first? Could technically be either. But then the way that Scott Suber is, he's talking, it would, make sense it would be to go, weird. They go from nephew, then wardrobe. Wouldn't it be weird to do wardrobe and then nephew? Wouldn't that be weird? It would be weirder. But I'm just, you know, if they're, if they're too chicken, to go outside of the, you know, the, the most popular one, preeminent, the, yeah, preeminent you know, one, yeah. Um, but it, I could see it being very easy if you're again, if you're when we already see that they're they're trying to go in the direction of we want to tell an arc, we want to tell the whole story. Okay, chronicle lot, chronicle. Let's say that again. Chronological people, this is your turn because I feel like now they're saying. That makes sense. That is a that's a not too risky way to tell a different to tell a total story that's a little bit different than what you've seen before. You go in chronological order, not publication. Okay. So, in all seriousness, um I actually kind of disagree with you here. Um Okay. So so you're saying like this makes you like really doubt what you've been saying about wardrobe coming first and you think you're thinking that she's saying this wood between the world stuff because that's the book she's reading right now. So it's very much on her mind. I think it's likely. I think it's incredibly yeah. likely. I kind of think the opposite. Um, okay. So first off, I, I definitely read it as this is a Narnia nerd making a, a, a playful analogy about the fact that, oh, God, look, I'm very early in the creative process. Now, some people have said, how early could she be? Like, they know that they're doing two movies. She, <laughs> she can't be that early, right? She must have some idea of what she's doing. But I, t- I, I mainly just take this as a playful Look, guys, I'm very early. Don't ask me any more questions. The answer is I don't really know right now. Okay, um, that's all she's trying to say here, and she's been ans- she's said expressed that in several different ways the past couple of months. So she's like, you know, so she's thinking of a different way to say it, and she's just having fun. Yeah, and in fact, it's very possible. I, I th- and also, and I think this is a kind of important context that people are kind of missing a little bit. In the past couple months, 
She's, you know, made, made several variations on the, oh, I'm really terrified. I'm having nightmares you know, about writing Narnia. But she's, she's always choosing, like, very – she's very reluctant when she answers questions about Narnia. And she's, like, choosing her words super carefully. I think she's just like, I don't want to reveal anything. I'm not ready to reveal anything. It's still fluid. So, to me, if she was working on The Magician's Nephew for real, the last thing she would want to do is, like, flirt with spilling the beans. You know, the last thing she would want to do is have like a playful hint out there, you know? So to me, this kind of makes it, I was, I was kind of before this really leaning in the direction of, I think Magician's Nephew probably be first, but it certainly could be Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe would be first. And now I'm like, man, now I'm doubting. And now I'm more doubtful that the Magician, so, so we flipped around. <laughs> like I said, the other very plausible explanation is that if you're, if she's that big of a Narnia nerd. That she would she would use this reference not in context to what she is actively working on, which I also could totally believe. My guess is any Narnie from most Narnie Webbers that have really put a lot of thought into what could Netflix's root be. I think most of them. I don't have any hard data on this, but I think most of us don't just think, "Oh, we'll just do it in publication order," or even just do it in chronological order. I think most people have the. Uh, well, we have to do something a little bit different to give it some sort of beginning, middle, and end kind of. I feel like publication, or not publication. I think chronological order does that, though. Y- uh, yes and no. I mean, if again, if we compare it to something like Star Wars or Harry Potter, though, okay, we start with Diggory and Polly, and then in the next one, Diggory's an old man. It's all new characters. What? And then what's the but next one? But you're not one? telling the story the of all the what? English people. You're telling the story of Narnia. But then the next one is, okay, now we're going to go back in time again to all new characters again that never come back, which is Shasta, the horse and his boy. Okay, now we're going back to the Pevensies. <laughs> I mean, this is where, you know, Narnia, it doesn't have the, this is not a flaw. I think this is a strength. But, um, yeah, it doesn't have that straight flu line, through line narrative. And um, I think they're just trying to figure out what order do we do things in? What could be a movie? What could be a series? I think both of these quotes, that's all they're trying to say. You talked about maybe she is just a Narnia nerd and threw out this Wood Between the Worlds metaphor like we could on any given podcast. Um, she did say recently, and look, it's just one sentence, two sentences here, but it, it's still nice to hear. She said Narnia is a series of books that is, it, Narnia is, quote, a series of books that has meant a lot to me in my life. And C.S. Lewis was a writer who had lots of profound things to say. Um, and I like that in that quote, she's kind of alluding to, I, it's the same she was talking about just Lewis's whole, all his entire body of work, not just Narnia in particular. And I don't, th- I can't think of Andrew Adamson or Michael Apted ever kind of like remarking on the like, fact have that. Have you ever even read anything else of C.S. Lewis? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Like <laughs> it seems like she has some appreciation for C.S. Lewis's and that's, and again, that's what just two sentences, throwaway lines there. Um, so you know you can't make t- but 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 just listening to it because that was another audio clip that was the vibe i got of what she was saying and that was uh encouraging i it for it's nice just to have news let's just put it that way and not news that fills me with dread exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh yeah uh a couple other things I just want to mention um so scott stuber said that they were gonna quote get let me just read the, read the quote here actually uh, just for completion's sake, there's not much to say about it. But in a separate interview, Scott Stuber said, uh, this is with Collider. Scott Stuber said, well, I think people know that we're aspirationally 
aspirationally trying to get Greta Gerwig's Narnia together and get that movie, which will be next year, which Collider immediately put in their headline. They're going to start filming next year, 2024. And maybe, I mean, he said, get that movie. What does that mean? I feel like that means get it into production. But they're so far away from being able to film. I That would be incredibly... I mean, I mean they're, can, apparently they're in the wood between the worlds. I mean, they're really <laughs> far away. Um, but you could you can get it into production. You can start the... We're going to start the casting process. Let's start, you know, we're actually going to legit start all of these things. Yeah, you uh-huh. can totally start that but, next but, year. But I, but I think that, again, he's the executive producer talking. Like I said... I'm sure Netflix, since they got Narnia in 2018, every single year has been, we must start filming next year. I'm sure that's what it's always been. So, and so that's why for the headline, I just went with something like, you know, Scott Stuber mentions Narnia. I didn't go with, they're totally filming next year. Cause I just think that yeah. was reading into <laughs> it a like, bit. Much. That's a little misleading. Okay. That we are not, not there yet. Maybe. Probably. Who knows? Great chatting about Narnia news and tidbits. If you want to do more chatting and over-analysis, if this is not enough chatting and over-analysis for you, rest assured. We just scratched the surface. No, there's plenty going on <laughs> uh, in the Narnia Web forum in particular. Go to NarniaWeb.com and click community. Go to the forum. There's a great thread in general movie discussion. There's some really good thoughts, really good posts from the likes of Impending Doom, Courtney, Colonel Clink, The Rose Tree Dryad. Jasmine, Yavar, Fantasia, Starcat, Prince Rillian the Ninth, Icarus, and Rebajeep775. Lots of good posts, lots of good thoughts. It helps fill the time. <laughs> and it makes executives very scared of us. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> but like I say, hey, whatever. And look, the main thing is to have good movies, good, adapt- good adaptations at the end of this. But what, what, whatever happens, this stuff is fun. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talking Beast, the Narnie podcast. Visit NarnieWeb.com to join our community and stay up to date on the latest Narnia movie news. Please post a comment below or in the Narnie Web forum or in the Talking Beast Facebook group. Special thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, especially our Knights of Narnie Web. Until next time, further up and further in. Mm-hmm.